I'm here on Uncreative Radio with my good friend, Alan Hooper. Good to see you, man. It's good to see just, you. Just came off of uh, coaching some football. Yeah. <laughs> what, when did you start coaching football here? Uh, about three years ago. Good grief. Yeah, it's And fun. when we met, I, we moved in here uh, like 2010. Mm -hmm. At the time, this was kind of like super weird, a very odd place to be. It was. But you were building these lofts right here. That's right. That's around right. the time. Yep, yep. These lofts still, to this day, from once we moved in till now, so nine years later, yep. the coolest place in Fort Lauderdale well, to live. Thank you. Thank still. You. Everyone yeah. is like, oh, how do I get into these lofts? You know, it, it's funny because I was, uh, I was traveling to New York Yeah. Uh, just when I was single, partying, and... Right. Uh, we went to some parties at, in lofts, New York lofts, and I was like, wow, these spaces are killer. Right. And then I, I had traveled to Atlanta and they were replicating right. loft projects. Right. And I thought, man, that, that would be perfect right here, right here in a warehouse, right. industrial district, right. it kind of suits. And there's nothing else in Fort Lauderdale like it. No, I, well, I wanted to do, I've always wanted to do stuff that was a little bit outside of right. the box. And so. that's what it fits in with what's happening in New York, what's happening in LA. Yeah. But it was yeah. a really, it was a really cool fit. That got, that got built up and it kind of became like the episode, all, all the cool kids wanted to live there. And that kind of really helped shape, yeah. you know, the scene of where, at least where we were. Yeah. Uh, but I always thought that was really cool. And then you told me a crazy story, like how long did that project take? It took about six or seven years. See, that's years. crazy. See, that's your, that's it's where. It's like, if it's like doing the trilogy of Hobbit, <laughs> you know, one day I was watching this guy get a gram, uh, an, an Oscar for, I think it was Hobbit. Right. And, and he, he said, it's been a long road. It's been six years. Yeah. I'm like, well, welcome to my world. Yeah. That's your you every know? day. That's what we do. We, we enter into projects and Usually they're like large neighborhood projects right. and they take six to eight years. That's crazy. Yeah. How do you have the endurance to like, cause you, well, I was a distance runner when I was, a kid. <laughs> so, you were so it's in so my, it was in your blood, in my DNA, man. <laughs> when did you start doing the, when did you become a developer and what were you doing before that? So, um, I, I started, I was helping my mom when I was young run a real estate company. Okay. Wow. And I hated it. I hated, right. I hated showing, <laughs> I hated showing people, houses like, and right. talking about walk-in closets and right. you know sounds miserable yeah two uh, double ba uh, basin sink <laughs> bathroom or, and then being excited about it yeah you know yeah <laughs> yeah so i knew that that wasn't for me right, right, right. you know so i started moving more into construction and i wanted to develop a company that would do it all that would sell buy build right. yeah because i wanted to kind of control what the what the what it would look like on the on the canvas when the art was done right and what yeah. was the first project that you really felt like oh i could do this uh i i i found a little a little house in rio vista and i wanted to gut it and fix it up and and, it. and i redid it and it it did sold well. and everything yeah 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 but it was funky it was a it wasn't your right average people thought i was crazy <laughs> people you know? still think you're crazy <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one of them though. What do you feel like? What, and when, when did you feel like, oh man, like, cause now you guys are developing like stuff here, Tallahassee, took, you guys are doing stuff everywhere. When did you feel like it went like, when it really. It was Avenue Lofts. It was Avenue Lofts. Yeah. You know, we, we went into that uh, Hemershe district right. on second street and we built uh, a place called Hemershe Barn Grill. And that's how I met Tim Petrillo, who right. became my business partner. Yeah, man. You know, I wanted to build a, uh, I wanted to build a restaurant space and rent it to someone. And Tim came along and said, I'll rent it, but 
you're going to be my partner. And I'm like, wow. no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. I want to be your landlord. Right. He goes, no, 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 no. I'm going to guarantee the construction costs right. if you are my partner. Wow. So, so he and I became business partners along with another guy named Peter Balukas. And we did Tarpon Bend after yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And then go. I was like, I saw this district over here and it was, it was just, there was nothing. Dilapidated It's called Flagler Heights. It wasn't called oh, wow. Flagler Village. Wow. Yeah. And this property where the Avenue Lofts is was, was for sale for like 20 years. What was it then? Just land? Is it just empty, land empty and lot? a couple of, wow. a, cu a couple of warehouses. And, and so that's, we bought that and, and then when it started and going for started, it. And we went for it because I was wearing a tool belt. Right. I mean, I actually was involved in constructing you, you like, them. You, you hammered her nails Yeah, on that we thing. were hanging doors. And right. It, hey, that's kind of the way yeah, you started, absolutely, right? Absolutely, You know, that's man, how absolutely. we all do it, right? Absolutely. So, uh, and it was successful. Right. And, and, and at that point, and I'd already been in business for probably, by the end of Avenue Lofts, it had been 15 years. Wow. And I thought to myself, you know what? I finally feel like you're... You're in it. You're I, doing yeah, it. Yeah, like I've cut my teeth and I have right. some experience that I can actually utilize to move on. Also, yeah. And there were times in between where I wanted to quit. <laughs> I believe it. But then again, I'm a runner. So there were You're times like, I was in a race and I wanted want to quit. quit. So yeah. you just learn not to Keep quit. It. That's the whole that's the whole thing. What is it about like building something and retransforming neighborhoods that's like God, why is that like your thing? Like how how did that become like a super passion of yours? You know what I mean? Because you're not just like building stuff, flipping them into go. You're you're like you're like you know you took a stake in the neighborhood. You know right. what I mean? Well, so I, I love classic cars mm -hmm. and I like fixing them up. I nice. like I like old cars. I like old houses, That's and cool. I like to re, re, refurbish them. Right. Yeah, yeah. And a neighborhood's no different. Right. It's just it just starts to get it at a, at a higher scale and a larger scale. But as you notice, we don't typically when we put something on the ground and grow it, it looks like it's been there for a while. Right, right. So I still like the classic, yeah, the, yeah. the old right. things, the factories. And the yeah. problem is Florida doesn't have, have those things. <laughs> right. right. You go to these awesome Man, cities. Man, if I, yeah. yeah. Big factory windows right. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, if I was born in Chicago or New York, You're that's there. what I would have been doing all this time. Absolutely. So I had to, we had to kind of make it ourselves. Right, what do you think about, what do you think it is about people when they start seeing not even just here in Fort Lauderdale, but just they see things start to get developed and they start to like develop this sense of fear. For me, I developed this sense of excitement because I'm like, oh, something awesome is coming. But people right. always feel like they want to, yo, this is mine. Like, what is everyone doing? What do you, right. where do you think that comes from? Why, do, why are people like that? I, I, you know, it, well, with all things that when you're doing construction, it's no different than a kid going into a room with Legos and, and then knocking them all down and leaving. And mom's like, sure. look what you've done to this room. <laughs> so, so when, when, when people are, they move into a new building and then there's still more buildings happening around them, right. there's a certain amount of uh, uh, discomfort that comes right. with that. And sure. I think that's more about, uh, about what people don't like. Um, and then the other thing that I think happens, especially in a downtown is they associate tall buildings with the traffic that they're dealing with to go home. I don't understand that. When I see tall business, tall buildings, I think business. I think like, okay, we're like, money's coming in. Right. Look how many companies are going to be in that right. high rise. Like, right. I, don't, right. I, don't, I don't understand why people instantly think like, this is going to make things worse. Right. Well, you know, I, I think that they just, they start to see more traffic. They start to see 
more people. Right. And you know, you're either you're either a a, a person who likes to socialize, right, or you're a person you, that should right, go right, somewhere right. and retire in a very right. quiet place. Right. And sometimes <laughs> folks find a place. They're in the first building. And they feel like, hey, I found my spot. Right. You know but they don't realize that it's a downtown and over time it's going to become a little bit more busy. Do you think it is the fact that old people don't realize that they're old? Like, do they, are they just like, like, like once you're like, Hey, I got my spot. I'm 80. Oh, no, I see that I, they're doing something. Like, why aren't you just like, Hey, I, okay, I get it. They're, they're coming up. They're doing stuff. I got to take a step back. It's not my time anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm older than you are. So I'm yeah, going that through old. that, but I am going through a process of, of life, you know, my sure. career. And you start to realize you do, you, you need to understand where you are in your, right. in your moment in, in time. time. Okay. And, um, and, and you'll find like, there's, there's certain people I know and I associate with that are 70 years old and they're still rocking and rolling Absolutely. And, and they love to Absol be around the stuff. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. They so, want to be in a vibrant community. Right. Right, right, right. So if, if you, if you, if you want a quiet place, I, you need to find that spot. Right. And it, typically is not in a downtown but it'd be out west it would past be 95 it might be in melbourne florida too. yeah it might be yeah keep going or up. montana yeah <laughs> north dakota yeah good. <laughs> exactly i mean but but at the same time you know people have the right to enjoy the place that they are that they are where they live and where they at so you know we could do a, probably a better job of managing the construction as as it's going but downtown is the center over there near los olas is almost Fully built. That's that, yeah. Yeah, and soon it'll all get cleaned up. Right. And then there'll be a bunch of restaurants. Absolutely. And there'll be a lot of fun. Right. And they're going to enjoy it. Right. But uh, that's so what I, downtowns are like. What are some of your favorite downtowns in the States? In the States? Um, I like New York. Yeah, man. I do. Yeah. I, I, I like Atlanta. Yeah. I do. But there's certain parts of Atlanta. Atlanta is a little bit spread out. It is. But there's these little funky little areas those aren't really downtowns either. They're like in-town neighborhoods. Absolutely, yeah. You know, so I like those, and um, uh, I like Austin. I like Nashville. Nashville's cool. You know, yeah. I kind of like Portland a yeah. little. You know, yeah. But um, that's that's pretty much it. That's I mean, interesting. Yeah, man. I feel like people, especially here, um, change is always like a really tough thing. Right. And I think people forget that they live actually in the downtown. Right. Like where you live is the area that's probably going to have the most traffic, the most right. development and that kind of stuff, you right. know? So uh, as we, as you start developing stuff, like, and we look at like the community in Fort Lauderdale, what's, what are some of the most exciting areas that you feel like, you know, are kind of happening in the surrounding areas? Like, what do you, people are doing stuff, trying to do stuff on the beach. People are trying to do stuff downtown. Well, obviously you guys are doing, you know, projects all over. What's the, obviously something that, what are the things that you're seeing that are really great? What are the things that you're seeing that aren't really great? So I, I, I like those, the, the grassroots businesses that yeah. are showing up, yeah. you know, like the, yeah. th there's a lot of them, but there's certain breweries that are really yeah. cool, yeah. you know, and, and, and the, the direction that restaurants are kind of going in these days, it feels a little more like, uh, it's just a little earthier right. and a little less, yeah. little less chilies, yeah, yeah, <laughs> chilies exactly. and TGF Fridays or whatever. So I like that part of it, um, you know, um, and, and I still, I, 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 I'm I'm very in tune to Flagler Village, and, yeah. And especially here where you guys are, yeah. Uh, this is this is yeah. where my it's my heart spot, is. Man. I just I've always liked industrial areas, and I've always wanted to get in and and right. change them a little bit. So you've always been attached to the industrial kind of 
area. Yeah, you know, it's it's like I don't know. I don't know if it's if if, if magazines and books promoted it and it burnt into right. my brain, but those 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 factory spaces have yeah. always been something that I liked. Right. You know, and um, and then to bring something in and and to make it look elegant at the right. same time. Right. Is really cool to me. Yeah. So uh, that's why the whole thing with art right and and being in an edgy neighborhood to right. me is is one of the more exciting kind of trends that are occurring in different cities right you know? absolutely you know? all across do you find have you ever been just driving around and you saw like a building that you were that was going up or was finished and you're like i just hate this have you ever seen one that's just like awful <laughs> are you kidding <laughs> i I think there. I think part of what gives people angst are that there's merchant develop, developers out there that come in, build something that equals a certain number of units and that rents for a certain rate, and then they sell it to someone else and they move on to another and city, it. and it's plain Jane nothingness. Right. Okay. Right. And then it fills up and people get angst over it. Yeah. Okay. What is the worst building that you think is up in Fort Lauderdale right now? Oh, come on. I've got you one. <laughs> All right, you tell me which one. I think the manor is probably the worst thing that is. Like is that the, the one right on Federal Highway? Yeah. With the, with the, uh, the pizza place, you, you, Ooh, yeah. Mellow Mushroom yeah. used to be It's there. just a horrible area to me. Okay, I got one for okay. you. Okay. All right. The one on the corner of, of US 1 yeah. and Broward. Oh, that new thing? No, an old one. Across from Starbucks. It's on the, the uh, what is that? The northeast corner. The northeast corner of Starbucks. Yeah, it's like orange. Orange and, and yeah. Just big yeah. and fat. Waverly. The Waverly. Yeah, Waverly. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. And you know what? It wasn't really the developer's fault. Okay? What happened with the Waverly? The developer wanted to go long and slender. Yeah. And 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 the city and you know the whole anti-development thing was pretty strong at that moment in time. And so they wanted it to be shorter. So by code, you could go shorter, but then the building got squattier. Oh, got it, got it, got And it. so it wasn't as good a building. What is the anti-development thing? Stop, what? stop. What, what is that? I, who, who, like, who is that? And it's, I, in, and it's interesting to me because what we, what we talk about all the time is just that like people that actually can control how things are moving, uh, what's happening in their city. Mm-hmm. The the ones that are living in the lofts and actually care, right? Those are the ones that like aren't showing up to vote about these certain issues. That's the problem. And the, then the people that are the minority, they most certainly will show up. So there there are people that are very vocal that are against development, right? For the most part, not all. I don't think they're against everything, but they just want to keep. Like if they live in a high rise, they don't want the guy next to him with the property next to him to build another high rise that takes away their view. Right. So it's a bit of a selfish perspective. Right. But I, I, you know, the thing about them is a lot of times they're they're at a, maybe at a retirement age sure. or they have a lot more free time. And then people like you and I don't really have time. We're working, so right. we don't have time to show up at a commission meeting. Absolutely. In the middle of the day, sit there for four hours and then Give them our point of view. So isn't that like isn't that like some odd way to get people's interest? Like, wouldn't you think if you were the commissioners, wouldn't you be like, hey guys, probably real bad time to do this, right? Yeah. Wouldn't it be like, hey, maybe yeah. there's a better way. To, yeah, you know. Yeah, you know, and and the the thing about it is, you know, when we elect people, right? Right, right. And you, the commission, go, the commissioners go through. There, there's a few commissioners right now that I would say are very visionary. Oh yeah. But there are there are just people that come into political positions 
strictly because they want power and then they don't really have the vision okay but yet they talk about vision right you know or they'll have committees tell them what the vision should be well i elected you i didn't know like this committee over right, here right, right, right. you're the one that's supposed to kind of think through everything Absolutely. you're the one that said you could think through Absolutely. everything <laughs> so so we go through cycles of leaders in every Absolutely. at every level right Absolutely. the highest level local level and you just hope that that they do a good job and that and and you know you're going to go through cycles and you know you're going to have to fight the fight sometimes right, right. and that's what we do right now Absolutely. is we try to uh, uh, um, kind of navigate the the way people are thinking locally right do you think that like do you think they're like, cause right now, what what age is voting? Like, what do you think the bracket is? Like, forty true voters. True voters. What, yeah, yeah. what bracket do you think that is? I would say it's probably forty-five to seventy-five. So, what is it about the forty young. below? What is it about just like not even here I mean, locally? Think about but, it though. I mean, you're in that. You're in, you're yeah. probably in that group too. But Absolutely. but when I was in my twenties and and even part halfway through my thirties, I did vote. I, I'll be honest. I've always been somebody that's gotten involved. Somebody told, told me a long time ago when I got into real estate, you need to go to commission meetings and right. you need to get involved or you'll be led by somebody else. Right, right. But if you just look at it from the perspective of a young person, they're, they're not really tied to a city yet. Right. They're working to work and, and, and in all fairness, they should be enjoying themselves right you know it's your time it's your time to have fun and seriously <laughs> right I get even it. though you and i are laughing yeah. because because you worked your yeah, ass off absolutely okay probably Absolute, right absolutely and i did too through right. my 20s i remember watching people partying while i was at the tarpon bend putting laying the epoxy <laughs> on the floor 100%. and there's people walking down the sidewalk at you know midnight yeah. looking at me like what, what are, you are you doing right and some of that's lost. I think some of that's lost. I think people are now just looking at like, I don't know, it's out of my hands or somebody else. And I think some people just don't even know. Um, but I think it is for sure on the local level and on the federal level, like that group has been missing. Well, you know, the, the one good thing is, is that the city uh, and, and Brent, uh, Ben Sorensen is the one that pushed it. And he's like the youngest one on the on the group, too. But he he's a really he's pretty thoughtful about these kind of things. And he moved it. He moved the election, the city election. He he suggested it, and then they approved it to November, hmm. in line with the presidential election. That's really smart. Okay, that's really because, smart. Because you know people do get charged for the presidential election. So now all right. of a sudden, something that was being done in March, right? Like yeah, random, like, right? Right, exactly. Okay, who came up with that? Wanted to keep their Ex job forever. Okay, <laughs> that's that's who did that. So you end up with a November election, you do it on a presidential election, and you get a lot more people coming out. And now we might see a difference because young people tend to get fired up sometimes about a presidential yeah, election. Yeah, man, they definitely do. And I think this culture, obviously, right now, people are fired up about that. What do you think the biggest like issue, what is the most like controversial issue, that the, something that, like, that people are voting on in the presidential elections? Like you see all the candidates, they're all doing these debates. What's the issue that probably resonates with you the most? The issue that resonates with me the most. I mean, there's so many. I mean, right now. you know, I, I I don't like to go into po national politics. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. You know, I'll tell you one thing. Okay. I'll tell you, this is one thing I think everybody should agree on. Yeah. Okay. I'm a conservative. Yeah. In terms of financial, in terms of protecting the environment. Yeah. So people call themselves conservative 
and yet they They're don't believe in climate change. Yeah, not conservative with the environment. So, so I think that everybody should yeah. be concerned yeah. with climate change. It's a big one. And regardless of who's causing it and why it's happening, right. we what need it? to start figuring out what we're going to do about it. You know. 100%. So I think that if you were going to talk about something that'll affect this world for forever, hun- forever. <laughs> forever. So if yeah, that that one, one is one that I would I would pick. All right, I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions oh, on the no. way out. Here we go. These are just a quick. <laughs> these are quick yes or no. It's okay. Here we go. I got to pull up the list here. All right, uh, this is pretty good. This is okay. Uh, what city in what city in South Florida do you hate the most? City in South Florida. Surrounding areas. This is, this city is just not for Alan. Uh, Orlando is not really for me. Got it. Not Jacksonville a- is not really for me. Uh, now, yeah. Orlando is okay. Jacksonville, Jacksonville is definitely not. not for me. <laughs> All right, that's pretty good. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, if you didn't live in Fort Lauderdale, where would you live? I love Fort Lauderdale. I've lived here my whole life. <laughs> yeah, you just said you, before we started, you were like, you live. I live on. on, this, on this. I live on the same street I was born on. I, I just Santa Barbara, California. Ah, if I could afford it, yeah. the damn place is so expensive. <laughs> but it's Santa a Bar- beautiful city. Santa Barbara is amazing. City. Yes, we shot there a bunch. Not a chance in the world could we afford to live. <laughs> my God. Yeah, but, it's but crazy. Really schools. It's pretty. Yeah, man. So what, you know, you've got kids that are coming up. You've been in this game for a long time. Your business is, how long have you been in business now? You don't want to know. Yeah, it's been some years. <laughs> it's probably been about 25 years. Good grief. What yeah. advice would you give to younger generations, whether it's voting, whether it's entrepreneurship, or what do you, you think? You know what? Find something you like, smile a lot, Yeah. and stick with it. And if you don't like it, stop doing it and go find something else because you won't smile a lot, a lot. And you won't like what you're doing. Your yeah. life won't be what you want it to right, be. Right, right. So, but, but once you find that thing, because nothing's ever easy, right. once you find the thing that charges you, stick with stick it. Stick with it. And you're going to have hard times, but stick with it. Because the longer you can hang with something, the better you'll get at it. Good word. Dude, thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it.